Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The Flint water crisis is over eight years old, but after almost a decade, the residents' fight for justice was dealt a huge blow yesterday. The residents of the city of Flint deserves some level of satisfaction from those who are accessories to the crimes or committed these crimes. Will Flint residents ever get justice? Maybe the better question is, what exactly does justice look like in this case? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. Prior to 2014, the usable water for Flint residents came from the Detroit River and Lake Huron via the Detroit Water and Sewage Department. But during Flint's budget crisis of 2014, the city switched to water obtained from the Flint River. The only problem was those in charge didn't install corrosion filters on pipes, allowing lead to leach into the drinking water. Over 100,000 people were affected, including up to 12,000 children. Health risks from low IQ to increased chance of Alzheimer's disease were the result, and even a deadly Legionnaire's disease outbreak was suspected to be caused by tainted water. But the real problem was government officials had lied about the safety of the drinking water for over a year. Once the lid was blown, there were firings, resignations, lawsuits, and over a dozen indictments. On Tuesday, in an astonishing defeat to Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel, the Michigan Supreme Court unanimously ruled that charges related to the Flint water scandal against the former state health director and seven other people must be dismissed, saying the AG had acted out of line. What I think what the Supreme Court was saying is that we in Michigan don't use a grand jury system. It is rare to use it. Yes, there's a procedure for it. But in this case, a grand jury, at least in Michigan, unlike the federal system, uses grand juries for investigative purposes. And it's rare. The alternative to a grand jury in Michigan is the preliminary exam, when all of the evidence is put out in open court and people can hear it. And there's an opportunity to cross-examine the witnesses and challenge evidence, etc. And so the Supreme Court in Michigan said to have what essentially amounts to a star chamber, a secret one judge grand jury where we don't know what evidence the judge reviewed. We don't know what cross exam. We don't know anything. And yet to come down with criminal indictments against nine people, it's not right in our system the way we do justice in Michigan. And I think that's the real ruling from a legal point of view. You have to go back to the before Dana Nessel became attorney general, Bill Schuette, he appointed a special prosecutor, which uh, had a preliminary exam. And so there were charges, not against Snyder, but against many other people, including Nick Lyons, the ex-health director. And so that process was making its way through the criminal court. But Dana Nessel came in and scrapped all of it in favor of her procedure, which was this one-person secret judge grand jury. That, of course, is the voice of WWJ legal analyst Charlie Langton explaining why Nessel's case was tossed out. What's the reaction from Flint? 
Kayla Rubel is a reporter for the Detroit News, and she has spent a lot of time in Flint over the years and found herself there again yesterday. When you opened the door to your car and stepped out, did you get a feeling of just kind of like the way the air was sitting yesterday? It was a sunny, really beautiful morning, and I've spent a lot of time in Flint over the last couple of years, especially during the summers, and so it was just kind of a nice morning, which is a little weird, maybe a little unsettling. And unfortunately, instead of being able to enjoy a nice summer Tuesday morning, Flint residents were hit unexpectedly, I think, by this decision. And not necessarily that they were surprised that this ended up happening, but just I think the timing of it was quite unexpected. And so, you know, as soon as they sort of started talking to people, there was just a feeling of bewilderment and just kind of uncertainty and confusion that I haven't seen in Flint before. The indictments thrown out don't mean the cases are over, but it does mean any progress has been wiped out and it leaves great uncertainty for Flint residents which has folks talking about why Dana Nessel did what she did with the Flint case when taking over as attorney general. I think there has been a lot of questioning and skepticism in Flint since Attorney General Nessel took over the investigation and, you know, since there were so many changes. I think some of the legal processes have been kind of confusing. There are still questions about why they fully threw out the investigation. And I think when you look at how the trials progressed during, like, the first phase of the investigation, I guess, those preliminary trials under Attorney General Schutte were really long, and there's just been a lot of legal maneuvering, I think, especially on the defense team to sort of challenge everything throughout these investigations. So in my conversations, people definitely said, you know, that they understand why the one-man grand jury might have seemed like the best decision, but they kind of feel like maybe the Attorney General shouldn't have gambled. We live in a hyper-partisan world. Nothing happens in a vacuum anymore. Everything is viewed through a political lens. Brian Kelly is a good example. Kelly was the lieutenant governor under Rick Snyder and tweeted yesterday, quote, Politically, this was a difficult decision. I'm thankful that we still have public servants willing to do the right thing in the face of pressure, end quote. That was alluding to the fact that Nestle's actions were politically motivated. What you see between the investigations under Schutte and the investigations under Nestle, there really isn't a big difference in who was charged. There's not a big difference in the charges. And so I think that, you know, really speaks to itself in terms of whether or not it's political. But again, you know, not for me to decide. You know, I think that's really important to note. I would also note that someone like Brian Kelly, you know, he was part of Governor Rick Snyder's administration. He worked directly with the city of Flint before and after the water crisis. So there are a lot of invested parties in this situation. And so, you know, everyone is allowed to express their opinions. But I think, you know, you do need to consider that all of these people have personal feelings, personal stakes in this. And so you kind of have to take that into account when they're laying criticism one way or the other. The folks in Flint, they've been through a lot. And that was true before the water crisis, whether it was staggering financial debt, the loss of tens of thousands of jobs, the population being cut in half. It's been a long few decades for Flint residents. But speaking to WWJ's Beth Fisher yesterday, Mayor Sheldon Neely says that just makes them stronger. You know, we've been at the intersection of crisis as it relates to a, a world health crisis, a financial crisis, a water crisis, civil unrest. But we've been able to navigate turbulent waters very well. And we're coming out on the other side of this. We're a very resilient community, but definitely we need to be able to make sure that those individuals that cause a lot of problems for this community to be held accountable. And so today's reaction for me is that it was very disappointing and we must go for where we can to reissue charges if that's still an option.
Mayor Neely, who was not the mayor of Flint at the time of the crisis, he praised residents for being resilient. But I had to wonder if all that resiliency was eroding hope. Eight years is a long time. Here's Kayla from the Detroit News again. We talk about time. We talk about disappointment. Sheldon Neely said that Flint is resilient. What did yesterday and what has time done to hope for people in Flint? It's interesting, right? The word resilient. I think Flint residents are resilient. I would say, though, it is more that there is a fire and then there is a fight. It's why, despite the fact that public officials were telling them their water was safe to drink, eventually they were able to be loud enough to get the news cameras in and to get attention that there was something wrong with their water. You know, that's a through line of Flint residents. I think they're really proud of the history of sort of activism in the city. And so I think that that will always be there. Someone said to me yesterday, it is hard to continue to have hope. It's still there. I think Flint residents in the conversations I have, there's from their perspective, they know that something wrong was done. And so in their heart of hearts, they believe that eventually there will be some sort of accountability and justice. But I do think that that gets harder and harder every time something like the ruling yesterday happens, every setback. And I don't expect to see residents giving up. That just doesn't seem to be in the DNA of the city of Flint. But I do think it's definitely gotten to a point where it's hard to not feel worn down. Victims of the water crisis have settled a civil suit worth over $620 million. That will be paid out based on age and severity of harm caused. Can money fix everything? No, but that does not mean it can't help. While money will never fix what happened in the Flint water crisis, I think that to watch the value of a home that you spent decades paying off to suddenly be worth nothing, to watch the city that you cared about suddenly be going through all of these struggles, I think that's really hard for residents. And I do think, you know, money would make a big difference. They do need to fix the plumbing inside their homes and there's that sort of thing. And so I think that is also, you know, at a basic level, that's an area where I think residents feel like they have not been made whole. For what it's worth, lawyers in the Flint case will rake in about $180 million of those settlement dollars. That is another point of contention for Flint residents. So we're left with one simple yet wildly complex question. What does justice look like for victims of the Flint water crisis? Flint is a big, small city. It kind of feels like everyone knows each other from my experience reporting there, but it's a big city. There's a diverse opinion. There's always a lot of different opinions on everything. So it's hard to pinpoint, you know, what residents as a whole think. Everyone sort of has different feelings on that. But at a certain point, you do get to where you're looking at eight years out. Not a lot of success has been achieved. People are really disappointed in the lawsuit settlement amount. So there's just been a lot of disappointment. And I think someone said this to me yesterday that prior to the water crisis, their feeling was that when something wrong happened and it was exposed, it's brought out into the light that people rally around that cause. There's been a lot of rallying around the Flint cause, but there's also been a lot of efforts over the years where residents feel like, you know, maybe comprehensive health studies have been stalled or helping them pay their water bills that they were still being forced to pay while they couldn't drink their water. And I think there's this feeling that maybe Flint didn't get all the stops. People didn't pull out all the stops to get residents whole. And I think that is one of the more pervasive feelings. We may never exactly know what justice looks like, and some will say we may never actually see justice. But we know what justice does not look like. Governmental lies, mistakes, and shortcomings. The people of Flint have been seemingly dealing with those issues for almost a decade now. When does it end? Thank you much to Kayla Rubel, Charlie Langton, and Beth Fisher for their help with today's episode. This podcast would not be possible without the work of our digital team. Check out wwjnewsradio.com for the latest local news on demand 24-7, including coverage of the Flint water crisis. 
Do you have questions, comments, or concerns about The Daily J? We've got a brand new email address, and we want to hear from you. Send us a note at dailyj at odyssey.com. That's dailyj at a-u-d-a-c-y.com. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.